0: Hi, listeners. Welcome back to Motivate, the motivation inspiration podcast. I'm your host, Dahi D, and today's guest is Jeff Bezos talking about finding your calling. Finding your calling leads to lower stress, It leads to you having a happier life. It gives you purpose. And overall, it makes things more enjoyable. And once you find your calling, everything isn't going to be perfect. You're not suddenly going to have this dream job where everything is great all the time. As Jeff Bezos puts it, you should really look for a situation where you enjoy majority of the work. For instance, say your dream is to own a restaurant. Once you finally own the restaurant, everything isn't going to be perfect. Not everything you do on the inside of that restaurant is going to be your dream activity. You're not going to want to take out the trash, you're not going to want to mop the floors, you're not going to want to clean the bathrooms. But you generally love the idea of having a restaurant and all of those come along with it. So, look for something that stands out to you, something that really calls your name and really gives you purpose. That's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I hope you truly enjoy today's episode. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1
1: since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and
0: dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
1: You can have a job, or you can have a career, or you can have a calling. And if you can somehow figure out how to have a calling, you have hit the jackpot, because that's the big deal. The stress primarily comes from not taking action over something that you can have some control over. You guys will find that you have passions and having a passion is a gift. I think we all have passions and you don't get to uh, choose them. They pick you, but you have to be alert to them. You have to be looking for them. And when you find your passion, it's a fantastic gift for you because it gives you direction. It gives you purpose. Uh, You could have a job or you can have a career or you can have a calling. And the best thing is to have a calling. And if you find your passion, you'll have that and all your work won't feel like work to you. Do something you're very passionate about and don't try to chase what is kind of the hot passion of the day. You can choose a life of ease and comfort, or you can choose a life of service and adventure. Which one of those, when you're 90 years old, are you gonna be more proud of? Whatever it is that we're gonna do to start to address that situation, even if it's not solved, the mere fact that we're addressing it dramatically reduces any stress that might come from it. So stress comes from ignoring things that you shouldn't be ignoring um, I think in large part. So uh, stress doesn't come, people get stress uh, uh, wrong all the time in my opinion. Stress doesn't come from hard work for example. You know you can be working incredibly hard and loving it and likewise you can be out of work and incredibly stressed over that. No matter how good we are we can still be better You can always be better. Customers have a divine discontent and they teach you if you listen to customers. So we watch for that and we see patterns and we can find places where it's not working, something's going wrong, and that's really how I get the feedback is from customer input. What you really want to do is you take that, it's an anecdote, it's a single example, but you need to find the root cause. What went wrong deep inside the system? How did this happen? because then you can fix it for everyone. My job, one of my jobs as the leader of Amazon is to encourage people to be bold. And people love to focus on things that aren't yet working. Um, And that's good, it's human nature, that kind of divine discontent can be very helpful. But uh, you really, you know, it's incredibly hard to get people to take bold bets, and you need to encourage that. And if you're gonna take bold bets, they're gonna be experiments and if they're experiments you don't know ahead of time whether they're gonna work every single important thing we've ever done the most important things have always seemed um, dumb to industry experts at the beginning so you have to get really good results you have to be you have to defy conventional wisdom and the problem of course is the conventional wisdom is usually correct Uh, experiments uh, are by their very nature uh, prone to failure. But big successes, a few big successes compensate for dozens and dozens of things that didn't work. Kindle, Amazon Prime, our third-party seller business, all of those things are examples of bold bets that, uh, that, that did work and they pay for a lot of experiments. I've made billions of dollars of failures at Amazon.com. Literally billions of dollars of failures. You don't just fix the symptom. You have to fix the root cause. And that's been the secret to our operational success for 20 years. There are a lot of things that are a waste of time. You know, when you think about your life, I think, I, I often tell people um, that I work with, if you can get, because people people have very high standards for how they want their work life to be. And uh, and I said, look, if you can get your work life to be where you enjoy half of it—that is a home. That is amazing, because very few people ever achieve that. Because the truth is, everything comes with overhead. That's reality. I'm willing to keep funding things, if 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 there's one high judgment champion who still wants to keep trying. And I think that's um, uh, extremely important, because I think most companies. Uh, especially larger companies, give up on things too soon. It's companies that don't continue to experiment, companies that don't embrace failure, they eventually get in a desperate position where they, the only thing they can do is make a kind of Hail Mary bet at the very end of their corporate existence. Whereas companies that are you know, uh, making bets all along, even you know, big bets, but not bet the company bets. I don't, I don't believe in bet the company bets. That's when you're desperate. That's that's the last thing you can do. What we're really focused on is thinking long-term, putting the customer at the center of our universe, and inventing. Those are the three big ideas to think long-term because a lot of invention doesn't work. Uh, If you're going to invent, it means you're going to experiment. You have to think long-term. So these three ideas, customer centricity, long-term thinking, and a passion for invention, those go together that's how we do it and um, by the way we have a lot of fun doing it that way every job comes with pieces you don't like and we need to say that's just how that's part of it Uh, and 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 not resent those pieces or try not to uh, but also try to minimize them I tell senior executives you should have the least stress you know there's this weird I think false uh, idea that CEOs, I'm a CEO, there's this false idea that CEOs are under the most stress. Well, I look at that, I'm like, why? You're in charge. That is true for most businesses um, where you kind of proceed adaptively. It's step by step, you, you figure it out, you have a success and then you kind of double down on that success and you figure out what, what else you can do, what customers want everything we've done and all the success we have is at its root primarily due to the fact that we have put customers first so you really need to be very clear with yourself and i think one of the best ways to do that is this notion of projecting yourself forward to age 80 looking back on your life and trying to make sure you've minimized the number of regrets you have that works for that works for career decisions. It works for family decisions. It means uh, step by step, ferociously, and it's the motto for Blue Origin. Um, and uh, uh, basically, you can't skip steps. You have to put one foot in front of the other. Things take time. Uh, you, there are no shortcuts. And uh, but uh, but you want to do those steps with you know passion and ferocity. You need to be. Um, nimble and robust, so you need to be able to take a punch uh, and you also need to be quick and, 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 and innovative and, and doing new things at a high speed. That's, that's the best defense against the future and you have to always be leaning into the future. If you're, if you're leaning away from the future, the future is going to win every time. Never ever ever lean away from the future. Being an inventor requires, because the world is so complicated, you have to be a domain expert. I mean, in a way, even if, even if you're not at the beginning, you have to learn, 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 learn enough so that you become a domain expert. But the danger is once you become a domain expert, you can be trapped by that knowledge. And so inventors have this paradoxical ability to have that, you know, 10,000 hours of practice and be a real domain expert and have that beginner's mind, have that that look at it freshly even though they know so much about the domain. A young person should find something that they're passionate about to do. And uh, that's not going to surprise anyone. It's it's a clear thing to do. It's very hard. If you don't love your work, you're never going to be great at it. And that's the key um, to to inventing. You have to have both. And I think that is intentional. I think all of us have that inside of us and we could all do it. But you have to be intentional about it. You have to say, yeah, I am gonna become an expert and I'm gonna keep my beginner's mind. You have to figure out how to set up your life in such a way that you can minimize the things. And I find people don't dislike hard work. What people dislike is being um, out of control. Like they can't control their life, they can't control their environment. I think everybody has their own uh, passion their own thing that they're interested in, and then you're very alert to the things that that are in the sphere of influence of that passion. My advice would be the same for uh, any kind of entrepreneur and that is make sure that you are focused on something you're passionate about. So if you look at the early internet companies they were started and focused on doing something that they thought was very interesting long before the internet was fashionable in any way. We only have a few principles at Amazon, kind of core values that we go back to over and over again. And if you looked at each of the things that we do, you would see those run straight through everything. So the first one, and by far the most important one, is customer obsession. And we talk about it as customer obsession as opposed to competitor obsession. And I have seen over and over again, companies talk about that they're customer focused, but really when I pay close attention to them, I believe they are competitor focused. Customers are always dissatisfied. They, even when they don't know it, even when they think they're happy, they actually do want a better way and they just don't know yet what that should be. And that's why I always warn people, customer obsession is not just listening to customers. Customer obsession is also inventing on their behalf because it's not their job to invent for themselves. The other thing I would suggest to uh, any young person, uh, even before they start their career, is to really think about their choices. You can get very fixed on your gifts. So everybody has gifts. There are a lot of things that you can be given, but those things can confuse you because they're not the things that construct your life. It's your choices. construct your life. You can't follow the fashion when you're trying to do a startup company or I think really anything in life but you have to as an entrepreneur if you're going to if you're going to build a company pick something you think is interesting that has the intersection of genuinely creating real customer value and then just stay right there and let the wave catch you. You know, you're very lucky if you have a career. A lot of people end up with a job. So it's not like I really have a choice to follow this passion.
0: It has captured me. All overnight successes take about 10 years.